0: It's bonus time where Honored Athletics LLC would allow us to present to you the audio version of their weekly Friday night YouTube series. Let's get to it and see what the crew has in store this week.
1: It's about that time, oh, ladies and gentlemen. It's about that time. We are uh, definitely about to record a show. <laughs> are you working? I am. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, see, the time never stops, right? People don't believe that we're working right now. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Another fun episode of Athletics LLC. Time zones that are covered, the steps that have been counted, you know, it all counts, it all counts. So, governor, how are you doing tonight, sir?
2: Greetings from the great north up in Toronto, (laughs) uh, hanging out with some family. It's been six years since I've seen my brothers my nieces, uh, nephews. Um, Yeah, it's good. It's good to be back up here. And um, but up all night, watching watching the meet, you know, down in the basement right now.
1: (laughs) You've been banished to the basement. (laughs) this,
2: This is my world. So glad to be here.
1: Love it. Clyde, how about yourself, sir? How are you tonight?
0: Great, I'm in Eugene, Oregon. I'm at the World Championships for the first time ever as a pure spectator and I'm having a ball.
1: <laughs> you could eat your popcorn and enjoy the meat.
0: I get, hey, I get to sit around, see see people I'm friends with, see people I'm fans of. I get to be petty. I get to talk trash in the stands. The baby is here. T's here. I'm, I'm having a ball.
1: Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Lamar, I survived the drop.
3: Listen, I got to sit in the stands tonight, tonight and watch a track meet. And I don't I feel like I haven't done that in forever, even though I did it a couple times this year, because baseball has been all consuming in my life. And I mean, look, that's what it's supposed to do. That is my job. But man, survive is the right word. And uh, shout out to uh, the American Airlines Wi Fi on the airplane. Uh, otherwise, I w- probably wouldn't have had two guys drafted.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Good looking out. Good looking out. I think you need to hashtag hey, listen, on that one.
3: It's the worst place on the planet to be when you literally know that you are dependent upon the Wi Fi on an airplane.
1: <laughs> all right. All right. Well, sure, Lucius. I think the busiest man on the tile. I mean, light work, light work, you know, whatever. How uh, how you doing tonight, sir?
4: <laughs> I am well. You know, I'm I'm well. I'm you a know, little little fatigued, but you no, know, I'm, I'm I'm holding up, holding up pretty good.
0: Question is good. the question is, why is Sir Lucius still working? Last I was told he's a college
4: coach. Right. Oh, that's right. That's why I can't coach professional. I can't, my bad. How <laughs> dare I?
1: You're so extra. Get <laughs> <laughs> out of your lane. Get back in your lane, sir. <laughs>
4: That's that's what Clyde does, right?
1: Oh my gosh. He
4: spouts the truth. That's what that's what he was told. I was a college coach. I don't know what I'm doing.
1: So Man oh man. Man oh man. Well, we'll briefly go into some little highlights of, of the current heat what that we're speaking of world championships. And then we've got some some points that we want to take the perspective of the panel, but you know, just overall. How are we feeling about championships? How are we feeling about the locale? How are we feeling about the fans? How are we feeling about the competition?
0: So to, to be, to for point of reference, you know, for the audience, whenever they see the show on Friday, um, so we just finished, what, night five, right? Six. six, six. Night six, so we are, you know, a little bit more than halfway through, so. We're only going to be able to give perspective on the first half of things, but that's where we are. We'll we'll have the we'll do it again.
1: Yeah. Right.
4: So your perspective is overall. Is that what we're asking?
1: Yeah. Just overall. Yeah.
4: So, so to, to, to this point, yes. I mean,
0: like I said, I'm having a, a great time. Uh the the rumors of empty stadiums and all of that. I, I don't know what y'all are talking about or what you're looking at on television. The the stadium is full. It is fantastic. And I want to clarify this point because people are stupid, right?
2: <laughs>
0: <clears throat> when when you say a thing, like we we all understand common understanding of language. Right. If you go to an event and you say the stadium is empty, you literally, we all understand that no one means literally there's no humans there. There are people there, but it's relatively empty. So, people, when we say the stadium is full, no, every seat is not occupied, nor would every seat be occupied at the Super Bowl or the NBA Finals or anything else. But make no mistake about it, the stadium is full and has been full. And it's been fantastic to see and to feel and the crowds are loud, they are engaged and all the athletes understand that and are are getting the benefits of that, American and non. So, you know, people really need to stop with the excuses and stop with the the propaganda. Stadium's full, y'all, and it's great.
4: Yeah, I, you know, my my take is it's been a phenomenal change. I think I said this last week, I have never been to a bad championships and a bad meet, I'm sorry, in this building. And I didn't expect that this meet would be a bad one with all the great talent we have here. Um, I mean, I mean, are there some snafus? I mean, like, you know, the guy that decides to stand in the middle of the track doing the steeple, I mean, that's a <laughs> snafu. <laughs> um, I, you know, I'm, I'm a little baffled as to why we're not running in lane nine but running in lane one um, i was told us because there's cameras in lane nine but god that's just that's not right but i mean it is what it is and um i know there's been some people americans that say it doesn't feel like a world championship well that's because you're used to the NCAs and usa's being here. so of course yeah. that flight works
3: right Yep. You know? right but,
4: but it is works and so at the end of the day i think that you know the cynics, the critics. You know the people out there that want to, you know, bash what's going on here in Eugene. Nah, there's plenty. Of, trust me. Um, I, on four occasions, I've had to stand in the in line to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay. right. Four occasions. Perspective. Right? So 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 just perspective. Like, like you don't very rarely do you see men's bathrooms with lines. Right. And so to understand, like, it wasn't just one. So, you know, me, oh, that's just one. I'm going to go to this one and there's a line. I go to the next one and there's a line. So, like, you better stand your butt in line and go to the bathroom. Right. Because it was a line everywhere, you know. And so, and it wasn't like in on, on some with nothing going on. There was stuff going on in the stadium. And, you know, it was just, it was, it's been great. You, you, there's lines at the concession stands. Clyde knows this, it's very hard to get out when the meat's over.
0: Oh God. It takes
4: for, it takes forever. We
0: know? linger for a good 20, 30 minutes because we're not trying to walk through the COVID fall. I mean, that's yeah, what yeah. took us
3: so long, to be honest, right? Like we, yeah. We first of all, we had to leave with a baby and everybody wants to stop and see the baby. But yeah, I mean, there's, uh, I don't want to cut, I don't want to cut off your time, but I just want, I, I agree with you, like it, it's, it takes a minute to get up out of there, that's for sure. Yeah.
4: So at the end of the day, it's been it's been phenomenal for me. I've been here. Um, seems like way too long, but um, it has been a great championship. We've seen great performances. The crowds have been large and loud and engaged. It's been phenomenal. It's been, the number of Jamaicans here. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The I was saying, they, they came They're out. They're They showed up. Now they are here. Mortons and all.
2: Vuvuzelas, yeah, oh vuvuzelas, yeah, I didn't know. What,
4: I didn't even know that what that was, but I got it now. Because
3: <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> we've heard a bunch of
3: them. <laughs> uh-huh. Well,
1: uh-huh.
4: Those, those yeah. were
3: brought to the world. Those were brought to the world in World Cup. I think, yeah, World Cup and and then in South Africa. The, the, the World Cup in South Africa and the Olympics in Sydney, Australia, were yeah. where those two those two things first i mean those things first came really blasting out to the world and it's like oh boy we found an incredibly cheap way to make an incredible loud, of loud loud noise and they have i'll tell you what i would love to that i would love to be a vubuzela salesman because oh yeah um so i'll i'll give my very brief take on this uh i'm a little more aggressive than my wonderful compatriots because they're being nice to you as fans if you had an opportunity to be here and you're not, you made a life choice that was poor. Uh, We were having this conversation in the stands today. Like, I don't think the world championships will ever come to the United States again. And if it does, it'll be a long time um, for a lot of reasons. Uh, You know, track and field is very Euro-centered. You know, there will be legitimate concerns about uh, some of the visa issues. Um, The other issue obviously is, And people have seen this like because you're now the the years won't match up again, but because European championships for this year, there are definitely some people who just chose not to even participate. So and, and because Worlds is here it's in early July so there's a chance that it won't be here again in your lifetime and i'll say the i've been in an incredible number of track and field stadiums. This is probably the best one. To be honest. Um, And I will say not going to a world championship in your home country is like not going to the Olympics in your home country. Like if you have a chance to create like life-changing memories and you don't do it, like I promise you, you will regret that. Right? Because world is awesome on TV no matter where it is. But when you can be in the building, there's nothing better. Better in person. There's. It's just just, track is better in person. Period. Track is better in person. So that's my take. Um, Worlds has been amazing watching it on television. It was even more amazing today watching it in the stadium. I'll be in the stadium every day from now to the to the end of it. And whatever logistical things that anybody has any complaints about, trust me when I tell you, I've been to almost every single world championship since 1995, and there are logistical things at all of them. Because it's a world, it is a world competition, right? There are logistical things at every World Cup, there are logistical things at every Olympics. Because at the end of the day, when you're bringing, you know, hundreds of countries from everywhere to one place, there are going to be some logistical things that you that you couldn't possibly have prepared for. And at the end of the day, it's like, can you can you react and overcome and do that? And that's the judge of, of whether the place should have had the, the, the championship in the first place. And I would definitely say um, Eugene is doing an incredible job because I thought for sure when I got here, traffic was gonna be insane, parking was gonna be insane restaurants were going to be insane i promise you none of those three things have happened and it's not because the people aren't here it's not because the people aren't here they they have managed the flow of human beings incredibly well here
1: got it governor from the outside looking in what are your thoughts
2: well so i i remember putting some thoughts together um after the first couple of days and again this is me from the outside looking in and you know the first thing that struck me um, this has to be one of the first world championships if not the only world championships um probably outside of maybe Helsinki or someplace like that where we saw we were seeing finals in broad daylight and that that's something that's you know I, it it it, it kind of struck me as you know just different, different kind of slant. Um, I, I, you know, I'm, you know, being being a um, a romantic, and you know of you know the the great world championship moments. You know, I'm 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 thinking purely of under the lights. You know, full stadium under the lights. And you know, having that, you know, I mean, they couldn't possibly, for instance, do the light show that they did in in, um, oh yeah, guitar, you know, like they couldn't do that in in Eugene, right? Um, so that that was the first thing that that popped into my head. Um, you know, uh, Lamar pretty much, you know, um, allayed my fears. My, the other fear that I had was that, you know, you bring the world to a city like Eugene. I mean, it 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 had the makings of a logistical nightmare, right? That for true, sure. Right. For so, sure. So you know what's what's obvious, what has to be obvious is that are people bussing in from Portland from Corvallis i mean is is that what we're seeing right now and and heading back you know after the sessions and you know if that's the case then kudos to those companies kudos to the transportation uh companies for for making sure that it's a, tr- a smooth transition uh back and forth um the other thing that um, you know again when when it first happened I was like you've got to be kidding me you're telling me they're the medal ceremony is being that's not happening like you're just giving the medal right there on the track (laughs) that was i was like whoa whoa, wait a minute um but no they they are having their moment they're still doing the podium um awards Um, but again it's enough that, that i can i can sit here and pontificate all you want What I'm seeing for the first time in my lifetime is American athletes get the adulation at home, feeling the love from the fans. The USA is already at 19 medals, okay? Right, right. They are absolutely doing the damn thing, okay? And you know it's it's high time that this happened right like you know we're we're talking about 84 we're talking about it's been that long. Since we've had you know the opportunity 96 you know since, since American athletes and then to come off of COVID on top of it so you're coming off of the Olympics in an empty stadium right to this. I mean, it's it's no it's no wonder that we're seeing athletes go above and beyond right now and and put down some really really good markers.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, all the above, and I think that's why some of them, when we are having these, let's call it non preferred performances happening, they stung a little bit more, right? Just because like you had this expectation of of this wonderful performance, you know whether it's to get to qualifying rounds or get through qualifying rounds through finals, whatever it is, when it doesn't happen, it hurts because you've got your country at your back, trying to support you and you're trying to just pull them along with you. So good point, good point. Um, So now I'm gonna ask you a very pointed question for some great answers. So I think there are gonna be a variance of these answers. Um, What has been the best performance for you all? since
4: day one? I mean, this, this one's a toss up for me. Um, I, I gotta go with Ryan Krauser and Shepard. And I'm going with Krauser because you know big Joe gets in the, in the ring, throws a big throw, goes to the lead. Ryan's about to step in the ring. They stop him because the hurdles are about to start. We have the false start issues and all that stuff, and he's he's like he wastes like seven eight minutes, and mm-hmm. it's like you know most people get iced, not Ryan Krauser. <laughs> he walks in the ring, um, and he's your world champion breaking the, breaking the championship record. You know, so that that was the performance of the week for me so far.
1: See, okay, we're talking about Astro Peacock Watchers USA Watchers. NBC watchers, we didn't know that happened.
3: <laughs> we're, we're gonna get to the petty mm. later. Too.
1: But I'm just, you know what I mean, like because that changes everything. Because like I had my moment, and I'm like, well, that was way better. But mine, for the perspective that I was given, not for the perspective that I can see. So that's whatever, <laughs> I have to point that out. And right? the crazy thing
4: is, okay, like I'm sitting with Clyde, right? Mm-hmm. And all this is going on, and of course, you know, I look to see what Grant's doing. I see Grant walk over and do a striker on turn. So I turn to start watching the shop. And, and I do.
1: That's crazy. That's so crazy. Governor Clyde Lamar, best performance so far.
3: Uh, I'll go. Um, I, first off, I just, I'll be I'll say this, like, I've loved these world championships as a fan. Like, it's just, I've, I've really enjoyed watching them. But uh, I'm going to go with with Chase Ealing because no American female has ever had the number one throw in the world and the expectations that come with it going into world championships. And then add to that it being on U.S. soil where she's expected to win. And then she dominated. And I just thought that was really, really impressive and the layman will think well of course she was supposed to win she's number one in the world like they don't understand like that almost guarantees you won't mm-hmm. in some cases mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and so i was i was impressed with that
2: for me um i i, I mean what shelly ann fraser price did in hundred uh is i mean she set a championship record okay like we have seen some of the greatest sprinters in the world compete at these world championships year after year after year this young this considered you know thirty five years old, you know a, a mother um you know ups and downs you know she she was you know you had Elaine doing what she did last year, she comes to these world championships having dropped. You know, three times under 1070. She comes to the world championships, runs 1067. And uh, I mean, kudos to to Shelly Ann, her coach. I mean, it, it pretty amazing stuff. Um that that race was not for the squeamish. <laughs> I mean, it was unbelievable. Um, you know, and, and I think you know way down the line we will probably be looking back at this generation of sprinters you know they're they're going to be up there in the pantheon of the greatest ever I mean obviously. With technology with new tracks, all of that stuff you know we, we expect things to change and, and people to get faster but boy. Um, the, that that hundred meter final lived up to its billing. Well. Since the governor took mine, <laughs> as, as, tend,
1: to as so tends long. to happen
0: around <laughs> time to time, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, I'm going to go. The question is best performance. Best performance, yes. Best performance for me always is a little contextual. And, and there are performances to come, please believe. But for me, and I've been in the building every single, every single night, there's a lot of young people here for the first time. And getting here is hard enough being the absolute best version of yourself when you are literally taking on the world for the first time is a whole another level of things. And for me, Cameron Rogers got a silver medal in the women's hammer throw. She is a child in this event. Like you're you this is not one of these events where it's not the hundred where you know you're 19, you're 20, you're 21. You got, you know, you typically got a shot. Most usually you got to be headed towards late 20s, early 30s before you figure out how to do this thing for real. And she walked in this building and got a silver medal. Now I'm I'm you know, I'm close to that situation and you can call that a homer pick, but I also know what it took to get into that. And in context you don't have to get the gold in order to to show the best of performances and i was thoroughly impressed with that because understand she could have come came in here and got a bronze or no medal at all and her season wouldn't have been any less spectacular for her to rise up in that moment and deliver like that incredible and for and if lamar can correct me if i have this wrong that is the first time in the history of the world that you have an all north american podium in the women's hand
3: so incredible uh yes it is absolutely the first time in the world there was an all north american podium but as in a bigger context is this because i didn't know this until so one of my canadian friends told me that it's the first canadian female field event medal at world championships ever
2: ever there's, that. There's a lot, lot, of that, lot of that going on at these championships. Um, there is that. By there the way, um, I feel like anytime Chase Ely is announced or presented, um, they just need to show the pictures of her running in high school. Right. Forget about, was a hundred meter girl. Forget just, yes. just show that this young lady is an athlete. Okay. Right. She was going to be a hip athlete wow 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 wow
1: um my quick two cents just the men's contingent for chocolate their performances to dominate the podium i thought was pretty phenomenal and you know they they stuck their noses out in front early and kept them there as best as possible you know so i thought that was pretty phenomenal the way they just did that um switching lanes lane two what is your biggest upset thus far?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 There's a lot of little ones, but like, what's you? I mean, and I guess it's perspective, right? What hurts you the most inside? So, what has hurt you the most inside? How does she phrase that? Say that again. What has hurt you the most inside the sea?
3: hurt me the most.
1: Yeah, because it's the biggest upset in your perspective. Oh biggest
3: upset. Okay. Biggest upset. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh I got mine, so I'll go first. Um we take people who always do that who always perform at a certain level for granted. Um Vashtock Cunningham not making the final in the high jump was shocking, like jaw dropping to me um definitely thought she had a chance at a medal here and there was literally no world that i thought that, that she wouldn't make the final or a bar and uh she made a bar stop that's they she made tubo she made two All bars right.
2: <laughs>
3: but, you caught that late then
0: i only saw the three jumps
3: <laughs> but you know it just it just reminds you of the brutality of a global sport right like Bastie has made finals at global championships all over the world. And we bring one, you know, to our, to our house and she's jumped in Eugene a bunch mm-hmm. and she made the final. And it's, it was amazing. It was shocking to me.
4: Okay, so when we talk about, say, when I think about an upset, I I'm, I'm thinking about somebody that won an event that wasn't expected. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna go with the guy in the lodge, yeah. and if anybody hasn't figured out that Mr. Huntington coasted coach the lawn up, then you're <laughs> at a very high level. Don't I can't remember the guy's name. I apologize to he and Randy, but we were sitting there. Clyde and I sitting there again, and the dude came flying on the runway, and as so as he took off. Clyde went, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon I'm as long. he hit the board, true story. Yeah. As soon as he hit the board, Clyde went, oh shit. You know so. Excuse me, Micah, I apologize, but um, no. So yeah, that was very, very impressive. Very impressive.
0: Um, <laughs> my, mine is, I mean, this seems so clear to me. Um, Jake Whitman in the 1500 yeah. upset everybody. Yes, he did. <laughs> and, it, it, and it's one of the cooler stories of the championships and will remain so. If you if you weren't watching it live, his father is the announcer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so think about that. Jakob Ingebretsen, Timothy Chariot. Yeah, Yeah, none of that. Nope. Jake Wigman went out there in front of his father on the microphone. Yep. And pulled off probably the upset of the championships. I don't know what else is about to happen, but you'd be hard pressed. Uh, to find a bigger one than that and I mean he obviously knew he won the race but go look at the replay and watch his face when he crossed the line no way and and it's not like they ran slow it's not like it was a tactical weird no he just put his the nose. nose in there and took it to yeah. him it was a hell of a race hell of a race and that you know that you're talking about a memory that'll be there forever 20 years from now that will still be cool and that story will still be cool
2: well um my biggest upset came tonight in the discus and you know for miss fang uh, fang bin to throw a three meter pb on her first throw and immediately two of the best throwers in the world that have been going at each other for the last three years or so, all of a sudden, they had to figure some stuff out real quick. Flying, flying for it. You. <laughs> you can see the pressure that was building with each throw. And, you know, neither one could figure it out. And, you know, what what makes it more confounding and, I'm, and I've been in their shoes before where it's not that Fang, you know, that 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 Ben had done anything they hadn't done before, right? Throwing over seven meters, seventy meters, had done done—they've done that before, mm-hmm. but it wasn't to be. It wasn't to be today. And and the discus, you know, and, and I've, I've had more and more exposure to the discus with you know our throwers on, at UTSA, and you know, and kind of watching the, the psychology of that event. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. Holy cow, like, it can be you can be on one day, and the next day it's like, ah. and it is, it is one of those events that, you know, I, I I would compare it, you know, to, you know, to, you know, to the long jump, you know, from a personal perspective, where, like, you can, you can go pretty much off the cliff if you're not careful, if you're not locked into your technique and staying true to what you're doing you could see valerie you know starting to try to throw far you know and and the dancing and all of that started to go away with each throw and you're just like wow you know you're on home turf you're expecting you're expecting the result and it just didn't happen tonight um so credit to to miss ben um for you know going out there and you know you 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 know that is that is as good as it gets to throw a three meter pb at the world championships win the gold medal hey kudos to you hats off to you
1: well and the comments yeah. again from the outside looking in we don't know this right we don't we don't feel the temperature or the conditions they said on the first round of throws there was a headwind there' was a headwind yeah and then the headwind died yeah and so yeah. now you're working up even more of a uphill battle absolutely and to be more on right or get to have less of an aid person like life isn't
2: fair you know no
1: you <laughs> <laughs> better start making
2: <laughs> yeah
1: exactly
2: <laughs> you, know, and, 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 you know and you know and i and again i haven't been in a stadium but can you imagine that happening in the 200 you know yeah. where the first round goes out the first semi goes off and they've got this crazy tailwind and then all of a 8. sudden everything dies down oh man mm-hmm you know that's that's well, that's how m- about the long jump oh yeah yeah same thing
3: well, one of the things i thought was really cool about that competition that's totally going to be lost to most people is that a collegian got fourth
2: yeah well uh, yeah well, well, well. Van clinking yeah clinking
0: yeah just just missed me just missed my predictions <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah oh wow all right lane number three what's been the biggest surprise thus far i'll go first because get <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: because because this because my surprise is not a positive one and i feel like everybody's gonna have an opinion on this one the my biggest surprise was the ending and the things that all the shenanigans that went into it of the men's 110 hurdles. Men's 110 hurdles was just a debacle. Now, that doesn't take anything away from what Grant did, props to him, well-deserved world champion. No one thought that he was going to be out there in a lane with no one to his left, no one to his right, mm-hmm. basically running by himself. Yeah, right? The to watch Hansel Parchment go down in a warm-up rep 5 minutes before the gun was shocking enough. Yeah. And then, of course, the disqualification of Devin Allen for the, I'm just going to say it, the most bullshit false start call I've ever seen in my life. So there is a lot of context there. But if you're asking me surprise, if the word you're asking me is surprise, oh, no one saw any of that coming. Some people had Grant winning. I'm one of them. So that's not the surprise. But how we got there, easily the biggest surprise for me. And just very anticlimactic and uh the false start thing. Like I can't I can't let it go. Like I'm really upset about that.
2: Well, my my, my biggest surprise is Jake Whitman. I mean, Whiteman. Whiteman, is it Whiteman? There's a G in there somewhere. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's White, W-I-G-H-T, Whiteman. Um, I'm sitting here just waiting uh, for Inge to just pour it on, pull away, and it didn't happen. And I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, this is going to be another one of those world championships where whatever you thought, <laughs> yeah.
1: go ahead and unthink that. Just go ahead, throw <laughs> it out the window.
2: Whatever whatever you bet on, whatever you made, you know, you for sure, this is a for sure bet. This is this is what's going to happen. Nope. It just wasn't there for him today. And, and, and then, you know, the story, I mean, the storylines, his mom and dad understands unbelievable. Um, You know, but that that was, you know, that was one of those seminal moments. And I'm curious to know what happens from here on out. Because if anybody knows how the British press works Hmm. and how the Brits work, it's almost, and I hate to say it, I hate to say it, but it's, it's, it's not necessarily a good thing when you go out and win a championship. And for the people in in our sport, you know exactly what I'm talking about, because this young man is going to have more pressure on his shoulders than he's ever had in his life. Right. And and how he deals with it, how he deals with the accolades, everything that's going to be thrown at him um, is going to determine, you know, the the success for the rest of his career, you know, and and um, I don't envy him, I can tell you that (laughs) flat out. I've seen it happen and I don't envy the man, but again, kudos to him. Unbelievable race, enjoyed it immensely. And it reminded me again, you know, on the day, that's that's, that's what counts. Are you ready on the day he was ready today? Yesterday, sorry, yesterday.
4: Um, The most surprising thing I saw was the the performance of the men's the U.S. men's 800 meter runners today? Oof, Absolutely oh did my not see God. that happening. I mean, I'm not bashing anybody. I mean, you know, it's, it's athletics; things happen, but there's no way I saw that
2: happening. Mm-hmm.
4: It was brutal. There's no way. Yes, it was. With with the amount of talent we have there, and obviously everybody just had a bad day, right? <clears> but there's nobody that saw that happening. And you know, then you know, the one guy that gets through is DQ. Right? <laughs> so. It's just runs right so like, night
0: there but 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 run through it Lucius because you know people ain't necessarily watching they might be learning this from us so we had three in the in the competition right yep brazier hypo and who you know coach
4: full praise brazier hypo coach and, uh, and brandon miller
2: Brandon miller yep.
4: so brazier runs 146 yeah hypo runs 147 then Miller runs 147, which like, they were all better than that in high school, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, Hypo was involved and, 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 in, a, in a collision, but right. <laughs> it just, it just wasn't their night. They're not Again, I'm not bashing them or their coaches or anything like that. They just had a bad night, but like, there's no one in that state. And I thought that there would be no one in the semifinal to be there for the U.S. Yeah, right. Sure it's that's the it. first round. Exactly. Brutal. <laughs> yeah. Brutal.
1: All right. Tying into the longer races, um, the men pente had no Ethiopians medal. Wow. That was crazy. She, says
3: what she says with a gigantic grin. <laughs> True.
1: No, but it's crazy, though, because like you have the two Ugandians, one and three, and then the Kenyans, but like, that's, when was the last time that happened, I don't know, but like, that's not something you just think of. You always assume that there's going to be an Ethiopian or Ethiopian in the mix. So. I thought that was a really big surprise. Um, Lane four, the best young athlete so far.
2: I'll I'll go first, Um, and I, I you know you're gonna have to remind me on on the predictions and all of that, but I did not have Melissa Jefferson making the final. I did not think that she would be able to keep everything together for those three rounds, um, she proved me wrong. And I think we are on the cusp. I think we're about to see the makings of someone that's very special because she's already run fast. I don't think there's any denying that this young lady can run fast, but to make the final, with three of the greatest Jamaican sprinters ever, okay, of the
4: greatest sprinters ever. I just
2: <laughs> sprinters. You know, yeah. like let, let's just go down the line, right? Three of the greatest, the, the probably the best collection of of Jamaican sprinters that we've ever seen. The British record holder, right? Um, you've got the Swiss record holder. Yeah. You know you've got Talu and you've got Hobbs, I mean kudos to Hobbs too, I mean that that was a pretty good, re- when you think about the experience and where those two young ladies are and, and, and where they've been. Um, you know, regardless or not, I think this is something that's going to help Miss Jefferson when she moves on in her career, because that's not easy. You don't just happen to get into the woman's hundred meter final. You don't just do that. Okay. And uh, so, you know, again, I, I, I have to give her praise and give her respect where it's due.
0: I, I, I want to pause on that for a second, because that's one of these issues that just drives me crazy about our sport and our so-called casual fans. Anybody, I don't care how old or young you are, Anybody with the internet microphone that has been talking trash, like Melissa Jefferson somehow did something wrong, you're an idiot.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Melissa Jefferson making that final is incredible. It is. And extremely difficult to do, given all the context that the governor just laid out for you. And I'm going to add more to it. I don't care who you're a fan of, one way or the other either shelly Ann is the greatest hundred meter sprinter of all time or elaine thompson yep so we've talked about bad birthdays melissa jefferson got a bad birthday she she arrived (laughs) in the middle of the worst fire ever
2: yep
0: and somehow made the final i don't care what place she finished
2: just hey go through the list of female sprinters that did not make that final right Right. Mm -hmm. it is extensive Okay.
4: Okay. And and, and also let's go back to six weeks ago after a performance at the NCAA championship, people didn't ever make a new team. Not only does she make the team, she makes the the world, she makes the team and she makes the final.
2: Absolutely.
0: So So that young lady's future is incredibly bright and props and an excellent choice by the governor. Um, Again, the the term here is best. Um, I don't need a lot of context to explain this one. I don't care what happens in the final of this race at all. The best young athlete in this meet is Arian Knighton. A mile, it's not even close. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I don't care what happens in the <laughs> final. I picked him to win it. I don't care about the shitty lane draw, which is inexplicable to me. I get it, like I understand the rule, but it's a stupid ass rule. I don't care what happens. I picked him to win it. I'm sticking with him to win it, but make no mistake about it. The best young person in this building. Yes. Is Arian Knighton by a mile. Unbelievable,
2: man.
4: Um, I'm gonna go next. And since you stole one of mine, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna still possibly, I survived the draft choice. And for me, it's Anna Hall. Um, for Anna to come in in the last what Anna's done in the last 129 days is just unheard of. Yes, but for her to come in here and PR by 298 points mm-hmm. in her first World Championships and get the bronze medal, crazy. Um, Which was just was just phenomenal. And you know, obviously, if it, you can call it a homer pick, if you want, but it's not because it was a phenomenal performance. You know, so I. I won't take, I won't take in and, and Annabus since you took Arianne, I'll take it.
2: <laughs> and if anybody has any, uh, any doubts about what Sir Lucius is talking about, go watch that 800. Right. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she ran her tail off, okay? Like with a hundred to go, it, it looked like things were not going to end well.
1: Exactly, and she dug,
2: and that head started bobbing.
4: Woo. So, so you understand, and for the context, it was never a doubt. <laughs> never. No, never a doubt. Like, like, when when they got to six hundred, I'm like, she's not gonna let it get by. Right. Like, I mean, I, yeah. I know she can't hear me, but I'm talking to myself, I guess. She's not gonna <laughs> be, yeah. And like, and that was hard for her. It was more like the emotion and everything, but. You know, Lamar and I talked about this. I can almost guarantee you that if Anna would have had to run 202 to win the thing, she'd have ran 202. Right. But she knew no matter, she could have ran 157 and still not won. So, you know, and so the the thing was, I'm going to make sure I, you know, I run well and make sure nobody catches me. But, Mm -hmm. you know, that was, yeah, that was phenomenal. We we had a lot of fun those those couple of days. I'm still a little tired from that, but we had a lot of fun.
3: (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm gonna jump in here and say a couple very brief things. One, uh, I was gonna take Ariane and Anna off the table just because they're just not fair. Um, if anybody is confused about how good Anna Hall is, let's just start with this. Jackie Joyner-Kersey is the best female track athlete, and in my opinion, the best female athlete to ever walk this planet. And Anna Hall is better than Jackie Joyner-Kersey at this age. So just let that wash over you, drink that in, and move on with your day. Um, Ariane Knighton's not from this planet, so we don't need to talk about him either. Um, <laughs> because, because honestly, like that's a rabbit hole that would, like, literally, we could do like a whole month of shows on the things Ariane Knighton has done that you can't do at 17 and 18. Do you know what I mean? Like, we could literally do a whole month of shows. So I, I, for my money, I was gonna take those two off the table because for one, I knew somebody else was gonna do those. But for two, I wanna give props to somebody who's, he has emerged as somebody that is a humongous global problem. And it's funny because he's emerged the same way as the best guy in the world did. Trevor Bassett took on the first second and third best 400 hurdlers to ever walk this planet. right uh first second and fourth sorry right well now he's like i right now third <laughs> second but at five. the time right right but at the time was one two and four right or something like that anyway here's my point he knew mm-hmm. there's only three medals which means he got to beat at least one of them mm-hmm. and that young man was unabashed and unafraid and ran like a psychopath, just like the guy who's the best guy in the world and is a world record holder. And here's what I'm telling you, I am not saying Trevor Bassett is going to break the world record in the 400 hurdles, but it sure as hell wouldn't completely and utterly surprise me because he has the it piece Mm -hmm. that none of us can ever quantify, right? Like, look, if you look at them athletically, Carson Warholm is not better than the people he has beaten. If you look at them athletically. But up here, yes. He never saves anything for the swim back. Therefore, he's willing to die to win, and that's that's a place 99.999% of the people on this planet are not willing to go. I'm telling you that I think Trevor Bassett is just as nuts mm. in a good way. He is fearless. I saw it indoors at indoor worlds. This man is running in his off event that he, that he's not a quarter miler. And he took on all the quarter milers in the world and came within like four and a half inches of winning world championships indoors. He doesn't know that he doesn't belong and doesn't care. And for that young man in his first outdoor global championship to win a medal in that group of people yeah. is, straight up insanity and if you don't realize that there's more to come with him you're just not paying attention you're just not paying attention so i i will say this i said this before like when like when when we were dealing with the, the olympic team going to tokyo we have the most phenomenal group of young people that this country's ever had doing tracks since 1968. And I said then it was important for them to make the teams in to go to the Olympics to get that experience because that was going to harden them going forward. Hell we got more talent than I even knew. Because Trevor Bassett wasn't on that team. He wasn't yeah. in that group. Right. He
0: wasn't. On yeah.
3: Right. And and there's others that have emerged, you know, since then. And I'm telling you, man, like Track and field in the United States is in the best place it could possibly be by ways of the athletic talent and and its age.
1: Oh, good call. Um, Lane Five, what has been the best event thus
2: far? Um, I'm going to circle back. I mean. With all the vitriol and the, the way that World Athletics has messed around with my pet event. Yes. The long jump, they they really, when you when you talk about that last round mm-hmm. and what happened in those, you know, those those last those the six attempts that is what the long jump is all about like it's and only the long jump in my opinion i mean will we see things like this happen where people come out of the woodwork and you know and and um, i mean again like everybody i think everybody coming in expected um the greek jumper to win He he had the best. He had been. I don't think he had lost for the entire year, and um, but again, uh, he he. You know the uh, Wang. Is it Wang or Wang? Wang. Wang. Was prepared, you know. And and how long has it been in between World Championship gold medals from Mr. Randy Huntington? Like low. I mean, it, <laughs> you want a lesson in stick to itiveness. Mm-hmm. I mean, there you go, right there. I mean, 1991 wasn't just yesterday, folks. Okay, so kudos to Wong. Um, I, you know, I'm glad that the long jump was, was was as entertaining as it was, and you know, hopefully, you know, people continue to to support the event because we we all know right now it's it's not where it should be. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to to bigger things down the road.
3: Oh, can I go next? Don't steal. Sure. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm gonna steal anybody's, I don't think. Um, for me, actually, this one's not even that close. Like, um, if you look at expectations going into it and how it turned out, you'd be hard-pressed to have a better competition in the women's triple jump. I mean, fourteen fifty six by the with two fifteen meter fouls was fifth. Fourteen seventy was. You are aware that fouls I, don't count, right? I, I you know, 14, 1456 is still really far. Anyway, fourteen seventy.
4: Fourteen
3: seventy is incredibly far to get fourth. And for an event with a truly dominant human being at the top, to have that many people like stand up and be like, I can go after her, mm-hmm. right? And you get a 1489 and a 1472 for the medals. Like usually when you have a competition that's got a Bukka or got a Krauser or got a, you Mondo in it, right? The competition is about them, and everybody behind them is just kind of like slap fights. Mm-hmm. Like there was a monster competition that happened. Oh,
1: we'll hold this spot.
4: <laughs>
3: He survived the draft. He, he couldn't survive there, and it poured. What's happening behind there? You go. There you go. Sorry, am I back now?
1: You're back.
0: Yeah, you Repeat are. the last 20 seconds or whatever you said.
3: long story short is this. Usually when you have a competition with a superstar up front, lots of meh happens behind it. And that competition was amazing with all kinds of second, third, fourth podium place changes. And it was awesome to watch.
2: Okay. I want to follow and the first american to win a medal in the triple jump Tori forever like like let's not let's not disregard what that young lady did i mean that that's pretty amazing i i lamar i like your pick i do
0: and you're not wrong about anything that you said but i gotta tell you sitting there watching the women's triple at least so our seats are on the home stretch like dead in front of the triple right and all i can tell you is in and around where i was sitting it was like people were impressed with the jumps but at no point did anybody feel like there was any drama there it was like oh that's cute but they got no shot you know what i mean
3: and so yeah there there wasn't drama for the gold but there was a tremendous amount of drama for, for the podium Right, and so that's why I thought about that
0: being my pick, but I'm like, yeah, I just wasn't feeling that one. The one that was that for me, like, had the most energy thus far, was the men's high jump. Yeah, the men's high jump was crazy, and off of the off of the dramatics of the of what happened in the Olympics, right, with Barshim and and uh, and the Italian you know, choosing to be double gold together. Now they're coming back to go head to head and Tambiri barely made it into the final, let's be clear. He was terrible in qualifying. To them come back and then be himself in the final, have an incredible job. Javon Harrison looked like he was gonna get up there. Um, Shelby was doing a great job for Team USA, right? And at the end of the day, Wu from Korea had the entire stadium like at his feet, oh. mm-hmm. the entire—I mean, not just the clap. It's woo, woo, woo. Like everybody was up for that. And at the end of the day, Barson was like, "Yeah, nah." <laughs>
3: was like a.
0: Y'all I remember right. this, right? Like, you y'all remember this. It is what it is. I'm still gonna never miss a thing, and put everybody to bed when I have to, right? Like that. That was the best comp that I've seen overall thus far. But I understand where you were going with that.
1: Um, um little, go ahead, I'm sorry. go ahead. Well, I was gonna say fun fact. Um, Zach uh a governor's pick for our our long jumper here. Um you know the last time he won world championships, a world championship it was in 2014 when he won world juniors in Eugene.
2: Mm. <laughs> Good. So I thought that I
1: was, that, was awesome. not that mean? I was
4: How was yeah. not that mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, Lucius, go ahead.
4: Um, the best event I've seen so far is the shot put. The men shot put. Um, um, South Carolina got Josh right. Mm-hmm. Comes out on his first throw, you no know, big PB. You know, Joe watching Joe first throw. You know, get after it, and you know we talked about a little bit earlier. You know, Ryan's response to Joe's big throws. So that that was the best one for me to watch so far. Most exciting. You know, clearly probably it could have been the 110 hurdles, but
3: yeah, it got a little bit messed up, so.
4: Not your fault. fault. (laughs) Yeah,
3: you you did your your job.
0: (laughs) Of of the long list of humans who did not do their job, you are not on that list, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, sir.
1: All right, Lane 6, what has been the worst thing that you've seen? thus far.
4: Ah. <laughs> petty lane.
0: <laughs> we all enjoy the petty lane.
1: Right. We well, have to give it right in the middle, right? That's supposed to be a preferred lane, lane six. Shoo, so. You go first.
0: You go. You ain't going first. You go first. So,
1: you know, I'll say this. It's definitely been the false start issue. And by all means, it's the new definition of the false start. It's not the flinch. It's not the head. Not it's not that it's the pedal pressure. And it's definitely, you know, the shortcomings of what an official is supposed to be in this point, things like that. Um, people reacting in the wrong nature, making the wrong argument to the false start, like they didn't move. Okay, but the pedal, the pressure off the pedal was there. You know, when um, Devin Allen, when they slow down the video, you can see his front his front foot came up, his toes came up, and that's what let the pressure off. That's when, like, it, you could see-
4: well, no, 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 he always does that. He cocks his he cocks his toes like that in the blocks when he comes to sit. yeah
1: No, so it was after that. There was a, a short <clears throat> moment after that. Like I know what you're talking about, but I swear. So anyways, what right. I, whatever all the well, I, I'm gonna go know. back
4: and watch it because I've watched that a lot. Yeah. And no. See, like the thing I'll say about the pressure on the blocks is this. I think that one, I think the study that led to that might have been back in the 1960s or something. So it's it's a little outdated. So it's, it's as old as I am, so you know it's outdated. So um, then the other part of it for me is that um, we continue to try to put limitations on humans. And so something that a man couldn't do 30 years ago, a man can do today. So the original thing was to design something to help the starters. Now the tire, the starters are totally reliant upon this system, and mm-hmm. it's it's a machine. Machines make mistakes, machines break down, and so I think that that's the I mean, by the way, that's the worst thing I've seen as well. So I'm yeah. piggybacking on it, but I just think that it just needs to be tossed out. It needs to go back to the starters, and that needs to be used
1: as a backup for the starters, not the other way around. Agreed. That's so, definitely where well I was going with that.
2: And and I'll, I'll add to that, because, again, um, that situation marred what could have been a pretty special 110 hurdle final. I mean, that's, let's, let's, let's call it what it is. You have the Olympic champion, you have 1284 in that race, you have Grant Holloway, you have the makings of a pretty special race. And it turned out to be an absolute debacle, you know, like in terms of how it all played out. Kudos to, to Grant for keeping his nerve, keeping his head together. Um, I was reminded of of Otto in 96. And, you know, because the amount of time it takes for an athlete to protest and go back and forth and say no, you know, and, and that is taking away energy to it's sucking energy out of you as an athlete in that race and being able to stay focused and locked in on what you need to do, especially we're talking about the 110 hurdles here so uh, again uh, kudos to, to Mr Holloway for for you know going out and getting the win. Um, now there has been another study. You know since that original study um i think it was in in somewhere in europe and they went back and tested athletes tested their reactions and the end result they came up with is that the reaction time and that should be in the point eight point zero eight in in that area um and, you know, I mean, I don't know. I have not seen the study. I've not seen, you know, the, the published results and all of that. But here's what I will say When Linford Christie got booted out, he did not start before the gun. Okay? When the, 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 the debacle happened in 2003, they did not start before the gun went off. The issue that we're dealing with right now is, is it humanly possible to react faster than 0.1 of a second? And the answer is unequivocally yes, okay? Call it what it is. And believe me, the folks on this panel know every single time science has tried to dictate <laughs> to human beings that nope. these are your limits, human beings have said, you know what, you can take this L <laughs> all the way back to where you came from. Mm-hmm. Okay. In, in football terms, right? We are still trying to figure out what a freaking catch is in the NFL. One of the one of the fundamental parts of that sport and human beings have managed to somehow turn, okay, are your hands on the ball? (laughs) Are you holding on to the ball? Like, those are things now, you know, what is in bounds? What is, you know, you know, did you release the shot at the buzzer? Did you get it off your hands, these are things that you cannot quantify you cannot science cannot dictate to primal a reaction you're talking about a reaction you're talking about the first thing that you hear. And you react to it come on, man, I mean it's it's nonsensical I hope. I hope this this spurs you know further conversation about this subject because we're gonna see this pop up. Or we're gonna see it popping up in the wrong possible times. Oh, just just wait. Championships ain't over. That's Somebody what you're gonna get hurt by,
0: by this madness. Let, let, let me <clears throat> I could go in a bunch of petty directions, but I'm gonna <laughs> stay, I'm gonna stay here for, for a second with the Devin Allen disqualification. I do not know anything about this supposed study from whenever the hell it was. But I'd be willing to wager that it was done on a very limited number of people, and none of which, even in that time, would be considered elite athletes. Mm -hmm. Because you know what, studies like this are rarely ever done on elite athletes, because elite athletes ain't signing up for this crap. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I don't care if you took you know the the best of the premier league soccer players they're not elite at this so until you line up the best track and field athletes in the world and do a study on them i don't want to hear about the studies my problem is this i i think the governor alluded to it or sir lucius may have said it the computer is meant to be an enhancement to the judges. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you had a youth meet, high school meet, college meet, pro meet, Olympics, world championships, there's no more than, there's no less than four people standing there looking at the damn starts, okay? So none of them saw Devin Allen move because he didn't move. They all looked at the screen. Right, so I'm just like, Hell, we didn't took the officials away from the long jump board, right? And the triple jump board. Now there's just a little light that tells you what happened. Why? So you can't yell at the officials no more. If we're going to be beholden to the damn computer, then just get all those people up out of there and set an automated thing. And then we can, you know, yell at the computer because no one in that moment decided to use a rational thought in their head or look up at the incredibly huge Jumbotron. Which everybody else in the stadium saw, the boy didn't move. And not only not only did it rob Devin Allen of a chance to become world champion, but you know, understand, Devin Allen gonna be in Eagles camp by next week. He he's gonna be all right. He's gonna get his money, he's fine. But it robbed us all of the Devin Allen story, Mm -hmm. which our sport desperately needs again we talked about it this man's father died during the meet to qualify him to get to this place he doesn't need the money he's in the nfl he's out there running just because he wants to and he was the number one hurdler on the planet that close to a world record this season grants the reigning defending world champion Parchment's the reigning defending Olympic champion and Devin Allen is supposed to be the spoiler. And we didn't get to see any of that because a computer said that Devin Allen's too good at his job. (laughs) That is the dumbest excuse for anything I can, like you couldn't invent that if you wanted to. And the fact that, I'm sorry, and the fact that no one jumped the fence, I'm waiting for Team USA people to jump the fence and be like, damn that. I'm waiting for Devin Allen to go full-blown John Drummond and be like, you're going to escort me out of here. I'm running this race, right? Like, it was was so bad. And it robbed us all of, and again, I still had Grant winning. But I would have loved to see a wire-to-wire battle or something. You know? And we need that storyline because, guarantee you, there's a a big portion of our casual fans that don't know nothing about nothing, but the city of Philadelphia was probably watching the world championships because they wanted to see that you know so it was trash like it it was it was absolute trash, and I you know i I know devin's good and he's gonna be good and pro- and you know good luck to him making the eagles and all of that, but man, we needed to see that race. and 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 you know what the the you know what's awful about all of that it actually robs grant too because there will be people that'll that'll put an asterisk by this championship they shouldn't but they will
4: they will so i'm glad you i'm glad you said that um because you know there are a lot of naysayers when it comes to grant um And, you know, there's been the chatter, you know, you got Lucky, you got this, um, the the, number of people, you know, the, I'm gonna call you people by name, Lamont Johnson, Ray Edwards, who love to talk crap about Grant. Well, let me give you a little revisionist history here, fellas, so you can take this and put it in your pipe and smoke it forever, okay? Grant Holloway was a high school senior in 2016, and he called me in May and said, Coach, I don't wanna play football, but I need you to promise me you're gonna push me to be one of the greatest hurdlers to ever walk the planet. So of course I said, yes, in the last six years, in the last six years and a couple of months, Grant Holloway is an eight-time NCAA champion. He is the NCAA record holder indoors and outdoors. He is a three-time world champion. He is an Olympic silver medalist. He's a world record holder indoors, and he's the number two guy ever outdoors. But we're terrible, aren't we? You know, Grant Holloway's had a better six years than probably the careers of most of the people out there that are criticizing. So, but I want you guys, don't don't beat Team Grant now. You know, keep criticizing us and we'll just keep doing what we're doing. But if if Grant Holloway hasn't shown you guys anything, he's shown you he knows how to show up and get the damn job done when it counts, whether y'all like it or not. And I'm out.
3: Wow! Uh, for those of you who who have not been privy to this, I feisty mouse is my favorite, so I'm here for all of that. that that's a standing ovation. Um, I, listen, obviously the worst thing that we've all seen is 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 the false start. So, I, I, but I'm going to give a different take on it. It angered me when I got all the information because then I realized the people at World Athletics think I'm stupid. Every single machine on this planet that calculates and calibrates has a standard deviation. Am I correct? Yes. You four? Yes. Everyone, right? Like when they, you know, even the, even the calipers that do body fat, there's a standard deviation, right? So it is not perfect. It's perfect within a small fraction, right? Yes. Okay. So in the semifinal, Devin Allen, his block start reading was 0. 0.101, okay? Yep. In the race where he was disqualified, his block start was 0. 0.99. Mm-hmm. So what you want me to be, what you want me to believe, is that that machine is 100% infallible to the thousandth of a second. Because you're telling me that the first start was legal and a reaction to the gun, and the second start was a guess, right? Because if you're telling me it's a false start, it means he reacted before the stimuli in his ear. There's two thousandths of a second between those two starts which means he's either the greatest guesser on the planet or he never guessed either time. I'm not that stupid people. It is clear that the man reacted to the stimuli both times and you cannot tell me that that machine can discern between those two starts as to one being legal and one being illegal. There is no shot that the standard deviation for that machine is within two thousandths of a second. No shot. If .099 comes up on your screen, you just call them all back, give a green card, and you just do a my bad but you can't disqualify somebody within 1/1000th one, one of a second and this is how we know it's true when they give out the the when they give out the the official results right the official results are listed as the 10th and the 100th they don't list the 1000th on the regular results, because there is a standard deviation in the omega timing systems. They use the thousands of a second, they use the thousands of a second to break ties that can't be broken by by ocular proof. But have you noticed, even the omega timing systems- ocular proof.
4: Even
3: even the omega timing systems don't go to the 10,000th, because that's outside of the standard deviation of the machine. Listen, folks, I'm not trying to bore you with science. I'm just trying to tell you this. There's no way Thank that you. one My, star- I'm about to fall asleep, dog. No. Whatever, <laughs> man. That what you need to understand if you you're are a lay fan. Me. What you need to understand if Look you're a lay me. fan is this. Devin Allen could not possibly have had a legal start. And a false start that are that close to each other—it's not possible.
4: Thank you. That's all you had to say in the first place.
3: <laughs> Listen, I, I Ohio, appreciated the. I'm nerdy, trying to. I help appreciated
0: you. the nerdy slant, sir. I. I we have some nerdy people oh, no, that
3: watch this, and I want them to I understand. Know, that. I appreciate this is a too, highbrow. Lord show. Have this ain't raised cakes. <laughs>
4: wow shots fired. See, I shouldn't have started that. That's my fault.
0: No, you absolutely should have started it, and I'm here for it. And, I, and I'm, I'm gonna just say this since since we're halfway through since you started, since we're halfway through the championships, um, we all agree, we all clear as day, the number one, you know, worst thing we saw was the Devin Allen false start. There are some other candidates. Um, uh, uh, you know, the uh, Team USA uh, mixed relay um, processing and results would be high up on my list. I'm hoping that we uh, finish off a little uh, little better than uh, than we have started.
4: OK, so so let's let's briefly and I'm, and I'm going to try not to. I'm not going to say I'm going to be brief and then take like 20 minutes like the EP does. But um, what I'm going to say when it comes to the mixed relay, we have to pay better attention. The rest of the world is outsmarting us right now. Right? Yeah. The schedule is set up so you can do your open events and the mixed relay. Yes. We are not strong enough in the women's 400 at this point in time. Hence, we have no one in the final of the event that we can take our fours and fives and beat the rest of the world's ones and twos.
2: Mm-hmm. Our,
4: our four and five on the men's side are fine, but we're going to have to delve in the other events. We're going to have to ask the 400 herders to help, the 800 meter people to help because right now we cannot do it what our people want to be the right. So that's all I I have to say
0: about that. Yes, I don't have my my college kids hear me say this all the time. If we line up and we get beat by people who are better than us, it is what it is. I'll take the L. We're not going to lose races out of stupidity. We're not going to lose races on the American side. We're losing races out of arrogance. Just pure American arrogance. We chose to run a C team on the world stage as if
4: it's not the no, C team.
0: You just said the fours and fives by definition is a C team, sir.
4: oh it's not. I'm right. it a B team, we're not a C team. Oh, man. All
0: right, we, we'll we'll get into it on on the on the full recap. I will show you as a C team. We chose can't
4: be a c team.
0: If we got if we have six and seven people that are faster, it's the C team. But anyway, (laughs) the American arrogance has got to stop. And I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm in the building. Maybe it's because I'm biased. Maybe it's because I'm pro Team USA. Losing because of American arrogance in Europe or Asia is bad enough. Doing it at home (laughs) is way worse. It just is we hung that little girl out to dry shouldn't have done it and we can't do things like that, we just can't so. We got the bulk of all of that to still to come, and in case you haven't been paying attention folks uh, we we got some issues Fred Curley's hurt we have no Americans in the women's 400 Um, we have people paid to make tough decisions, and I think you need to get get on to the tough decisions and. uh, take the arrogance and the PR campaigns out of it, and let's go win some races. Because that is literally the job.
1: OK. Oh, I thought you had something to say, Lamar. You unmuted yourself. So you do oh, that. Does. He does.
3: He does. He does. This, I want to applaud that. That was, you know, usually Papa Petty is, is just petty that was meaningful. He said that with his chest and I believe that everything he just said.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, again, as we've mentioned throughout the show, this is only halfway through championships. Uh We'll recap, go through the rest of the back half of the championship as well as recap the rest of it um, on our next episode. But um, I think, I don't think a lot came out of surprise. I think there's some things that people may have forgotten, so. Kudos to us to bring that back to light and still enjoy all aspects of the world championship. Um, with that, we'll go ahead and round out the show with our heartbeat pop um, and uh, call it a night. But does anybody have they wanna lift up?
4: Mine's pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, mine's a simple too. Mine's Kevin Allen. So. You no know, um, heartfelt condolences on the past of his father. And I had the opportunity to watch the interview he did afterwards in a situation where he could have been yelling, screaming, angry, cursing. He was very, very professional. And, you know, take, 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 take took a big man to do that. So that's my heartbeat props, Devin Allen for the way he handled that situation.
0: The Devin Allen class act, indeed. Um, my heartbeat props go out. <laughs> to Mo Satara, throws coach at University of California, Berkeley, uh, one of my former colleagues, obviously when I worked there. Uh, Mo's out here kicking ass, taking names. He has two babies with two silver medals in events that babies never get silver medals in. We I, I made reference to Cameron Rogers earlier, loving him, congratulations. <laughs> but, but Alinka, Alinka, is a college freshman y'all he's a college freshman you're not even a COVID freshman he's just a freshman and went out there and got the silver medal in the men's discus mo is one day in team canada garb the next day he's in team lithuania garb he is out here absolutely crushing it and i love that dude i'm proud of you man congratulations
3: uh <laughs> I think the uh, the answer's in the name. Um, my heartbeat props for sure go out to uh, the four OSM baseball players in the 2022 draft that were taken and are just. This is how fast the world comes at you. Uh, the last of them leaves to go be a professional on Saturday. The first of them leaves tomorrow. Um. And my heartbeat props clearly go out to the other couple of of gentlemen who did not have their names called uh in the draft, who are now in the purgatory and we're trying to figure out life for them and what happens next and and whether there is still a route to the pro to the pro uh to the pros. But at the end of the day, my heartbeat props go out to mine and all the others out there who survived the draft, because let me be clear: the three days of the Major League Baseball draft and the twenty rounds of Major League Baseball draft are something that have to be survived.
2: go ahead. Um, my my heartbeat props. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm. I'm just going to keep it really general. Um, My heartbeat props go out to the athletes that have to compete at the end of the program. (laughs) The ones that have been sitting waiting now for over a week. Thanks, Um, Governor. What's
3: that? I said, thanks, Governor.
2: (laughs) Um, You know, I mean, it's been through it. We've all been through it. Um, and, you know, after a while, you know, if you're not careful, some malaise can kind of set in, um, you know, a little bit of, you know, all right, I'm, I was here, I was excited. And now I'm just like, man, I mean, when is my time coming? Like, come on. So, you know, here's to the athletes that that will, you know, bring the, the bookend to these championships. Um, there's a lot of track and field left to come. Stay focused, young man, young woman. Trust your coaches, and uh, you know we we want we want this party to keep on going. So, uh, heartbeat props to you.
1: Uh, similarly, just Harby props to the collegiate athletes and the collegiate coaches who are rounding out what the quote unquote end of their season is, <laughs> only to start up in another six weeks or so. Um, you know, I won't talk about the cliche of the, the long season because I'm so sick and tired of hearing it and how it's, it's been a bust and how can they be expected to succeed. But it's been an enduring and I think everyone has shown great faith to it. So, up to all of you, specifically Sir Lucius, who is just a robot and just operates and operates and operates well. <laughs> so, <laughs> can't be mad at that Thank one. Thank you, Big League. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Uh, With that being said, uh, we'll wrap up this team of our episodes for season three and uh, get back to work the World Championships. And other than that, everyone have a safe weekend. Enjoy the rest of the championship games, and we'll see you again next week. Bye, everyone.
3: This one's from three countries, (laughs) y'all.